Hey, what's going on, Anchor Fam? This is Judith A. Culp. You're listening to Mad Love. Welcome to the show. Wanted to uh, reach out to uh, my friends and family who are listening, and I wanted to thank you again for all the support, the call-ins, the comments, the the conversations that I've had as a result of the podcast. I super appreciate it. I never want that to uh, be taken for granted. I I know that you have a busy life, busy schedules. There are millions of things that are drawing your attention. So to take a few minutes to listen to the podcast and get value from that, thank you very much. And I wanted to uh, say this really quickly. I've been having conversations with most of my friends and family about the same things. And one of those things is um, feeling like you deserve the life that you desire. And I know that I have struggled with this, like up until, you know, Christmas. (laughs) It's it's so deep seated for me. It wasn't something that I realized that I had or an attitude or a belief system that I had. But I will say growing up, you know, in a working class, middle class family, um, you know, with parents who they were depression era, they are depression era parents. That's the, they're the silent generation. You don't talk too much. Um, you don't share your feelings all that much. Uh, they don't really share theirs and they don't ask you to share yours. And so then coupled with Catholic school, which it's, it's not subtle, (laughs) It's very much, you know, Jesus died on the cross for you and you don't deserve it. I mean, that's a big theme and it's reinforced over and over again. And, you know, even though I was never Catholic, I went to Catholic school from K to 12. And it's just part of the curriculum and the 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 dogma, really, of the religion. It's just over and over. And, you know, there's Jesus in every classroom suffering on the cross and, you know, um, I'm not bad mouthing it. It's just that was what it was. And so then uh, you had to do the stations of the cross. And I mean, it it was it's pretty hardcore. It's pretty hardcore. And I, I love my education. And I feel like it's one of the things I'm proudest of. And I thank my mom all the time for that being a priority to her. However, I will say the downside of of that growing a Catholic school in the seventies and eighties, you know, there was no buffer. You know, you just don't deserve it. And so fast forward to now. And it's like, I've had to learn how to be like, Hey, I deserve to be happy. Not for any other reason other than I'm a human being. And I think, you know, as, as a woman, um, as a black woman, There are just times where you just feel like, you know, your happiness might be last. You know, if if this if your life was a cafeteria, you might be eaten after everybody else. And, um, you know, I'm all about being humble. I'm all about uh, being selfless at times. You know, I can be too giving at times. But there comes a point where you have to look at your own life and say, you know, what, I, I deserve the life that I desire. I deserve healthy friendships. I deserve people who support and love me just for who I am. I deserve to do work and be paid and compensated, you know, fairly. 
I, I don't, it shouldn't even be up for discussion. I deserve to have a partner that loves me and supports me and is all in with me. And, um, I'll say this, if you don't feel that for yourself, you're not going to attract jobs, partners, business relationships, nothing. If you don't feel that you deserve what you feel like you desire, you know, if you don't feel deeply that you deserve a good life, you're not going to attract it no matter what, because you wouldn't even feel worthy of it. See, that's how it works. So, you know, I guess what all I'm saying is back to a recurring theme. You have to believe for yourself that you deserve the best. When you believe it, when you fully believe it, your life will reflect that and not a second before that. So that's what I've been working on. If that helps somebody, and I hope it does, you know, let's just, I hope it helps. <laughs> and sometimes it's those super deep thoughts that kind of bounce around in your head that you don't really pay that much attention to. Those are the ones that are kind of the quiet whispers saying, uh, you don't deserve that. I wish I could buy a Porsche. Well, I don't, you know how I feel about Porsches now after, or Porsches after I saw, uh, that dirty money show, but you know, whatever it is, I wish I could upgrade to a Lexus. Um, then there's that other voice that a lot of us have that we never acknowledge that goes, you ain't never going to get that. <laughs> there's a little hater in your head and, and you have to tame those little voices because you don't think they're a big deal, but they're a huge deal. And they are the things that quietly kill your confidence. Like, so if you don't have a lot of confidence, maybe you, or you could be like me, like, I have a lot of internal confidence. Like if I say I can do it, I know I can do it. I've never applied for a job that I knew I wouldn't be good at. What I don't always have is external confidence. Like, you know, walking in the room and just owning it. So like I may internally know I can do something, but if somebody like pokes a hole in the theory, then I quit. Cause like I didn't really have the confidence to pull it off, even though I inside, I knew I could do it. Um, so for me, the battle has been knowing that I can do certain things and then externally being able to be impervious to criticism, not to the point of like being arrogant or awful, but to the point where you can't talk me out of knowing what I know. And I think sometimes we live in a world where people are easily talked out of what they know they know. You know, and it, and sometimes we do it to ourselves. You know, I wish I could uh, lose 50 pounds. Oh, you ain't never going to do that. You know, and you don't, you don't realize it, but sometimes that inner voice in your head is attracting the people in your life that are like that. You know, those friends, we all have them, those friends that you think, you know, you quietly know they're haters, but you keep them around because I don't know. I guess you think you need that. They keep me humble. Um, but in reality, they just keep you down. And then you've got to get rid of the ones in your head, those voices in your head. And you got to get rid of the ones on your crew that like really aren't down for you. You know, there are people out here who will smile and grin in your face and tell you they love you. And they're not your friends. They don't know how to be your friends. They're not wired to be friends. Um, and so those are lessons that I've learned 
and it was just on my heart and I felt like somebody might need that message and I hope it helps somebody. Um, and I don't know, sometimes I probably share too much of my psyche on here, but it works. It works for me and whatever works for me is my duty to share it because somebody might need that message, you know, um, and a reminder that you deserve to be happy. You deserve to live the life that you see for yourself in your brain. And if you don't have it, I would say a big part of the reason why you're you're not happy or you don't have the things you want is because you talked yourself into believing that you don't deserve it. And that's like really cruel. So like I said, if that message resonates with you, like it resonates with me, then like, let's just go get them. It's February. Let's have an amazing year. Make this year the year that you do things differently. And this is how you do it by thinking differently, by being different. And hell, just be nicer to yourself. You all right. I think so. So there you go. That's 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 really uh, the beginning and the end. (laughs) Um, Seriously, what you feel about yourself is all that matters. So. You know, if if you feel like you deserve better then watch, your life is going to transform from there. That's just the way it works. That's just the way it works. What's up, everybody? It's Judith A. Cope. You're listening to Mad Love. I have taken a couple of days off from my quiet storming, but uh, I think I'm going to bring it back tonight because I don't know. I like it. <laughs> And I think we live in such a crazy world. Sometimes you have to slow it down. Slow it down. And if you don't do it with the music, where, you know, where will you do that? Uh, These young kids don't know. You got to teach them. Also, an aside, what do you guys think about the halftime Super Bowl show? I think it may never be great again. There aren't any real global superstars right now. There's just a bunch of people with a small amount of fame you know what I mean like there are rappers out here that are really famous that you don't know anything about I don't know anything about them there are uh, YouTube stars that are famous with kids and I don't know anything about them and neither do you (laughs) I don't know it's not part of my quiet storm thing but I just was watching a, a broadcast of Prince's Super Bowl show and uh, I wanted to say it was 2007, 2006, somewhere in there. And I'm thinking, these days are gone. There aren't any more global superstars. The way they have fractured up the entertainment into these tiny little parcels, I don't know that it's possible to be world famous like that. You know, it was different when we were young. Well, younger, when you're coming along in the 70s and 80s and 90s, people were famous because you could only see them in one or two places but now it's like you can be famous you know you can be cardi b and half the world may not know who you are but there are a portion of people who are like hey cardi b and singing her songs and stuff you know i just i think those days are over and also people don't play instruments anymore so i think the super bowl people are going to have to start picking maybe not so much mainstream pop sensations because it's really only Gaga, Beyonce, um, uh, who's left? They've used them all. 
depending on if Pink can get another big hit record. Uh, no more Justin Timberlake. That was not good. Uh, Britney Spears might be fun for a retro. But let's face it, the most global icons, the, the most popular global icons are like, they have 20-year careers. They're not brand new, so but they're not that many anymore and they may not have giant records i think jennifer lopez might be able to pull it off um in terms of popularity but you know she's out here performing they didn't offer her the show so we'll see just an aside now it's time to take it on back slow it down gonna quiet storm all right have a good one (laughs) 